This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are down here live at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. This show is about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. We're talking about any type of your uh, family heirlooms that you could possibly have. Your old toys, your coins, your books, your gold or silver, your lamps, your paintings, your sports cards, your fire hydrants. You know what? I'm going to start the show on this, okay? Because I am I am upset. I was driving this week and I heard this uh, this show, this uh, commercial. Yeah. And it was about getting rid of your junk, Okay. okay. We're getting rid of your junk. And I start with the show by saying, this is the show all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. This isn't about a show that says, your junk, our junk, everywhere junk, junk. I want to point out to everybody because the, one, one of the services that we do is getting rid of your stuff. Your stuff. No one else there can identify your stuff as junk. Okay? Why are you looking at me like that? Um, I, I know I always have, I always go in an intro of what our show is about uh, because our show is about stuff. It's about your stuff. It has value. It has yeah. value. And like when, when we say, Hey, like, you know, calling about what you have, you know, we're, we're talking about your statues, your old Daltons, your, hum, your Hummels, your purses, your signs, your lunch pails, your old tins. We're identifying those things as valuable items of v- valuable family heirlooms where somebody else may consider that stuff junk and they want you to pay them to get rid of the stuff that has value. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And and when they're when they're selling it to you, they're saying they're already predetermining your stuff is junk. Imagine if you went to a car lot and you picked out a car and they paid you to take it away. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't make any sense. So when you have items, when you have a five hundred dollars a stereo, why would you pay someone to take I, it away? I don't, I don't know. But, but what, what blows my mind is that they're literally telling you, like, hey, this is junk. This stuff is junk. And we're going to get rid of it for you. It's like, well, ex- excuse me, like, unless I literally have an entire room of full of garbage bags that don't, ha- like, you know, it's just like your banana peels and your, and your egg cartons and that kind of stuff, which should actually be in the uh, garbage. Co- no, they should be composed appropriately. But, uh, you know, besides, if unless it's that, no one else can tell you your stuff is junk. No, I'm no. telling you, nobody else can say your stuff is junk. We're like a butcher. There's nothing left of the cow, as I always say. We take If there's scrap there, we'll get your scrap money for it. If there's items there that can be sold, we'll do that. If there's items that have to be auctioned, we'll do that. You know what gets me is that I, I, this, I heard this this week. There's someone, some of these downsizers, okay, they, what they do is they call you in and says, okay, and I'm going to sell to my friends and who are generally dealers. And they're going to come in and all your stuff will be gone, but I'm going to sell it really cheap so that they can make money on your stuff or items. 
That's, and that's like, wrong. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. No, some of it can. If it's small amounts, I do sell some stuff to dealers when it's too small to be dealt with. I mean, in it's like if someone's got uh, a whole basket of uh, toys out uh, 1960s and each one's worth 5 to $10 each, they're all dinky toys or something like that, then I will sell them in lot because I'm not going to deal with $5 items. Okay, hold on before before you continue. Right. If you do want to call in, if you want to chime in. Oh, yeah, the if phone you, number. If you, you want to hear, if you want to talk about like what, like, you want to chime in on what we're talking about right now? We'd love to hear. I'd love to hear everyone's perspective on it. Or, you know what, if there's one of these items that you have gotten rid of through this experience, or you still have that item in front of you and you want to get rid of it, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, get a pen, get a pen, get a paper. Make sure they both work because you're calling in Consignment Heroes. Again, it is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Four seven four zero. But hold on, before you continue, I just want I, I need I need to get this out because I it just it just blows my mind. When I it wasn't only that I only saw it, I saw heard on the radio and I also saw it on TV. These these commercials. You for weren't these listening things. to our station then. No, no, well, no, but I'm just saying like I I hear these things all the time, and it just like I I just don't I don't get it. Like these guys are like they're selling you on the idea that they're gonna make things easy for you. Yeah, sure they'll make it easy for you at a cost. Yeah. How does that make sense? Like, if, if, if you dare ask anybody like that to get rid of a piano, like a drunk place to get rid of a piano, they're going to charge you like 200 bucks to get rid of a piano. Whereas you can probably sell it or get someone to pick it up. There's other venues to get rid of it. These guys are a, a simple, quick solution, but they will not make you money. We're a simple, quick solution that promise to not cost you a lot of money. Yeah. That's something we can definitely do for you, but okay, you, know, that's, you haven't you haven't told the listeners out out there who we are. No idea. We're we're the consignment heroes. We're the, that's what we do. Is like you're you Bogart, us. I'm Paul. Oh Kenny yeah. from Storage Wars Canada. That you can hear us on um, the podcasts. On if you miss the show, you can get us on podcasts. You can live stream us. Oh, that other thing. I know before I go on my rant, the thing we're doing December fourth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk about it. You have it right in front of you. Oh yeah, but I thought. Well, I've been. I'm running out of breath. You're running out of breath. Yeah. Okay, this is something I want people out there to listen. Now we, you know, that we deal with items, and you can bring down these items. If you don't want to call today about it, you can call. But we will also, if you want to come down to on December fourth, which is Wednesday, uh, we are going to be filming at the Zoomerplex down here. Okay. Now this is going to be with um, we're going to be from about one to four in the after one to three in the afternoon on the Wednesday maybe to four depending on how many items come down here. I'm going to be give, giving people values on their stuff. We're going to be filming it, okay, to put on TV. So this is going to be like uh, a lot of fun. And there's free parking down here. The information is going to be free. Uh, we're going to have fun. I guarantee that you smile at least once through the presentation. There'll be something I say that's really dumb or Bogart's going to say that's really dumb. Um, that's happening at 70 Jefferson Avenue, Wednesday, December 4th, between 1 and 4. And you come and join us down here. Now, this is, you can bring, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see someone bring down a radio to a radio station to get it appraised. That's an inception thing. No, but we also have, there's a lot more going on here. We're a TV studio down here, a radio studio, and we have Moses's, uh, uh, radio museum. Or sorry, TV mu- museum. But sometimes he dabbles into radios. But the TV museum is something to see. I don't know if it's it'll probably be open that day. But I shouldn't say because I don't know. But it is worth the trip just to come down here and see the TV museum. 
It's worth the trip down here to just see Paul and Bogart. It's worth the trip down here to get your item appraised. It's worth the trip down here just to, after 4 o'clock, you can go and do some Christmas shopping. Okay? So now what I want is that you can call the station. You can book tickets in. You don't have to book tickets, I don't think. But you can also send your item into consignment heroes at zoomerca. Dot C-A. Dot C-A. That thing that looks Sorry. like a dot. Yeah, that's dot. Okay, you'll get old too someday and you won't be able to read. On, um, okay, or you can say, call me at my store, 905-737-4653. Now, we invite you to bring down anything you want down here. or You just want to get an idea or if you want to share a story about it. I'm almost as interested in the stories I am in the items. And people who've listened to this show over the years know that we like the stories. Okay, we like the story behind what the item is and what it means to you. And sometimes the story will help sell it. And sometimes it's easier to like bring it in than it is to t- like, talk about it and describe it over the phone. Because like, hey, this is uh, you know a painting or whatnot where you know it's really hard to describe something like that. That's something that's better to bring down. Well, the last one, remember the last one we did? We had a lot of nice items there, and I think everyone had a lot of fun. It's, and it was shown on Vision TV. And it was two one-hour segments, and I think they still show it at different hours and stuff, and we still get calls about it. And people asking us, is this really true? Well, speaking of calls, if you want to call in right now for the next, well, about 45 minutes, get the yep. call in. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Just a reminder, this is a live call-in show. You can call in about any item that you have. Don't be shy. The- Okay, don't be shy. Not uh, you, them. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking. You're looking at me when you're talking to me. I don't know if you're talking to me or the people. The people. Uh, again, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. Talking about, um, you know, moving on from, from things in a house. What, yeah. What, what are you going to do? I, I still have you stuff to go into my intro. Weird hand signal there. Well, we're going to talk about gold and silver today. That's later. And we're going I know, and we're going to talk about things that happened last week. I was at the sports card show. I bought an autograph for $200, got it certified, and then sold it for 700. Okay? Because bad. then they knew it was real. I kind of knew it was real anyway, but someone was selling for 200 and then I get to buy it and sell it for 700 within about an hour. Well, see, that's that's been good because like you know, when if you're able to appraise something as saying like, yeah, you know what, that's definitely real, but the difference between you saying that and somebody else that's buying it, they may not be an expert and they want that certified. But you're not listening to the, the end of my story is, if that person... You so, never have an end of your story. The person, this is a $700 autograph that I bought for 200 What did that person pay the person that they bought it from. I'm confused. There's too many people involved in this No, story. no, but the point is that they didn't know. And like I said, it's like I was at the same show. I had one card, and I went to a dealer. The guy, first, he's inside the door there, great big sign, some American. He actually described himself as a fat, ugly American. He actually put that on his business card. So I'm in there, and uh, I go show him a card, and he says, well, I'll give you 20 grand for it. Like, that's supposed to impress me. And then he said, well, I'll give you 30. And I says, well, I don't know. Then he says, I'll give you 35. And then I said, hmm. And then he says, oh, I'll make it American money. So anyone who starts at 20 and goes to 35 U.S., how are you supposed to trust them? Now, this same guy says, I'll be in town for the next two days because I'm going out to Cambridge and Kitchener to buy someone else's collections. I hate to be those people that he bought those collections from 
because this card was worth between sixty-five and eighty-five thousand U.S. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's offering twenty thousand dollars. How do you know when he goes into your house? Oh, and and the wife says, "I don't know anything about these cards," and he offers twenty thousand for sixty for eighty thousand dollars in cards. Is that a good deal? No, it's not. But, but the people, like the people that are selling the stuff, clearly are not doing their due diligence to make sure that they're getting the right price. Get to Get two opinions on. So I'm going to take about this other story because we're talking about downsizers. And this downsizer, uh, and this is why second opinions are so important. And next week we might have a story, a really sad story. But this week I'm going to save it till next How week. How are you already going to predict a sad story next week? It might week? end up sad. It might, because I've seen some of it already, the story. That's, but here's that's a person. negative. Be optimistic. I'm not trying to be negative. But here, someone has $25,000 in jewelry. They give it to a downsizer who they're paying money, 20%. Okay, mm. of the price. So the downsizer sells the twenty twenty five thousand dollars in jewelry for um, three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. They take twenty percent. They also charge the person who bought it twenty percent, <laughs> a dealer. So they're making twelve hundred dollars. The consigner's getting twenty four hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, lost for, me, but I I'm not trying to be that confused. But the the, the jewelry was worth twenty five thousand dollars. So what they do, they invite their friends in. Okay, he says, a downsizer will say, yeah, yeah, what I'm going to do is invite people in to buy your stuff. These are my friends or dealers or whatever it is. So the dealer's only going to buy the stuff if he can make more money on it, okay? And the, no matter what the downsizer says to you, the people they deal with, they're, uh, the, the dealers that come in, they're more, uh, they have to make them happy. They're only going to do something for you once. They didn't know you ten day, two minutes before you called. They don't know you. They're trying, like, even with us, we're trying to make as much money as we can. But the more money that our client makes, the more we make. And we are not, we will sell some stuff to dealers, but we sell a lot of stuff to auctions. We sell a lot of stuff online because the world, why we sell online? The world has more money. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, when you have options like that, almost without exception, without exception, anybody who just sells to their dealer friends as opposed to us is selling for less money. You're going to get, you're going to net less money than if you had us handle your estate. I think everybody likes to typically take the easy way out, and a lot of times that is the easy way. When someone says they can handle something, but they're not being truthful about it. Yeah, but someone who sells $25,000 in jewelry, and I saw some of the pieces, in gold it was 11000 If someone who sells $25,000 in jewelry, takes $1,200, and a consigner gets 2400 and... You're paying someone for their knowledge. I know. You're not paying someone to be stupid. The bottom line is that, you know, you always have to try to get a little bit of knowledge yourself before be, yes. just getting rid of something. Because, like, you can have as much, you know, you can get as much professional assistance that you can look for. And at the end of the day, if you don't even have an idea what it's worth or just what somebody else has told you or not enough people have told you, you're not getting a good enough consensus of what something is worth. I was at a house call this two weeks ago. And what I, someone showed me a lot of gold. Didn't want to sell it right then. So what I did, I left on my scale. I says, weigh it up. At least if you don't sell it to me, I'm going to go back and get my scale. But I says, weigh it up so you have an idea of what you have here. Because I felt bad because she was uh, um, older than me. and But she was completely with it. But I said, she didn't have a scale. I says, she thought it was $500 in gold. And I said, I think you got ten fifteen thousand $15,000 worth of gold here. And I say, you should weigh it before you go anywhere. 
even before you give it away, if you're going to give away a $4,000 worth of gold on to one of your nephews or nieces, at least know that you're giving them $4,000 worth of gold and that they know it too. I, I think that like, you know, a lot of people have a lot of advertising and they have a lot of things to pay for. So, you know, if those guys are plastered everywhere, we're talking about the guys that can advertise basically anywhere and get their name out there to you. Mm-hmm. They typically have a lot of overhead they need to cover and those commercials are not just going to pay for themselves. So, the, you know we're on a commercial right now, right? It's, it's different. <laughs> okay. it, I'm saying it's different. We are preaching the message of we're not saying you must go with us. No. Where other commercials are saying, we'll make it easy for you. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll show up at any time. You just have to pay ridiculous premium, which is in the frying pan. They'll never tell you that. And we'll get we'll get rid of it for you. Or, yeah. you know, we'll get you the best deal. Like, Things like get that. Get a second opinion. Yeah, That's your big just, thing. We're, we're telling you, like, if you don't like our price, we're not trying to chase you to get the deal done. We're no. saying, feel free. Go call those other guys. It's and, quite the opposite. When people call me up and I've gone there once, sometimes it's hard for them to come back a second time because I am so busy. And I try and give it my personal attention. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that, like, you know, no matter what happens, typically yeah. you can only get rid of your items once. You can only sell your items once. Just do it the right way. Mm-hmm. I know that it might not be like convenient. Like, hey, I got to call three different numbers. I got to wait for an answer for this. Yeah, but like, you know what? You value your time for money sometimes. And if it's a huge difference, just take the chance. Take yeah. the opportunity. And when you call us, we'll say, hey, contact somebody else as well. That's not a problem. We know no. that we're doing it better. We just yeah. know that. So well, you'll come back. We're transparent with our price. You can get the price over the phone. Yeah, you can call up and we will tell you. We'll tell you it depends on what it is, but we will give you our prices per gram. We're not afraid. We're not ashamed of our prices. Other places won't. If they don't give you the price over the phone, what are they worried about? I mean, Uh, unless they can literally tell you, like, hey, you know what? I don't know what that room looks like. I can't give you a price on it. But at least they're being honest to you. Like, if you call us and say, hey, I have a whole living room full of stuff. I'm talking about gold and silver. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about everything in general. Like, like you know, it's 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 a bottom line that people need to get those additional opinions, and it can't just be somebody that walks in that's planning to make that money off of you. You can't just invite your friend over that looks like, oh yeah, you know, I can see me doing this for a lot of money, and they're going to give you a bad price. Yeah, we, we're we're in the middle. We don't like we're just trying to get that best price we for are- you. We are trying to get the best price because the more the client makes, the more we make. Yeah, exactly. But we give them different. All, we're not a one trick pony. We're not just doing one thing. We are probably we might be have a big surprise uh, announcement coming up next couple of weeks. And uh, again, the reason why this ticked me the wrong way this week is because I had a friend that literally said, hey, I'm going to call those junk guys and get rid of all this. Money. And I was so offended. I was like, what? Uh, um, you don't know what we do? Do, do you know? Do you know that what you have in there? Like I, I'm like, do you know what you have in there? At least is worth about five. That one item right at the front is worth about five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pay them probably a thousand to get rid of this stuff and not a penny back. I know. Whereas if I like, if we do it, you know, you at least get at least mitigate the damage. Yeah. So you- instead of paying the thousand dollars, you could potentially do it for free because you'll make some money back on the items that you have. Yes. So that's that's just the bottom passionate line we're trying to get to. If you do want to contact us, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And where it calls after the break. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. 
The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer Hits, FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff, not junk. Uh, if you do want to call in, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 Uh Let's go to... Um, you know what? We have we have Rick on the line. We it, it, Rick, you there? Yes. Good morning. Hey, good, good morning. morning, gentlemen. How I was going to preamble into Rick. Okay, so preamble well, into Rick. He's ahead. waiting. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying this week I must have had five people call me who said mm-hmm. I want to do it in the spring. I'm I'm going to get in right. touch with you guys in the spring because I want to sell my house right. in the spring. And I said right. why? Because the other real estate agent says they this is the best time to sell your house. And I says well. There's two ways of looking at that. If everyone puts their house up for sale in the spring, mm-hmm. there's going to be one lot of houses out there. There's only that's the same it. amount of that's buyers. It. Right. And if you know right. your so that, price. Well, that, was the thing, that was definitely the thing I was going to mention today. It's a great time of the year, probably one of the best times of the year, to list your home for a couple of reasons. And as you said, one of them being there are less homes available. So that means more people are going to be uh, competing for your home. Okay. The second reason, and one, and this is something that people don't even think about, is that usually neighborhoods are are nicely decorated. So when someone's coming to see your home, usually you know there's a tree up, and the lights are up, decorations up, so your house uh, tends to show a little nicer sometimes. So so the combination between the two uh, makes your home more appealing. The third reason it's a great time of the year to sell is that with the holidays coming up, uh, people are off, so they have time on their hands to come uh, to come and see your home. So if you have more people that are coming to see your home, guess what? It's very likely you're going to see more uh, more money for your home, you know? So, yes, uh, when another agent tells you, oh, let's wait for the spring market, well, they're telling that to everybody, and guess what? You're going to be competing with 20 more houses in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also so, it gives us less time to get your place prepared for it and declutter it. And like I say, if right. you know, and one of my clients, he says, oh, I'm going away. I'm going away for the next month. And I says, well, then why don't we put up your house for sale? Because two things can yeah. happen at Christmas Day. You're sitting there and saying, oh, I sold my house. I have a million dollars. Now, this is what I call a Christmas. Exactly. Okay. No, Merry no. Christmas. 
<laughs> That's a Merry Christmas thing. I mean, yes. but you're gone away. You don't have to deal with it. You've set your house up for uh, staged it or whatever. Not staged, but it's clean. It's ready to go. You have people come yep. to your house. You're not there. You don't have to leave the house while the people come over and see your house. Okay. That's right. And two things right. happen. It either sells and you get the money, like we're back to that great Merry Christmas time, or if it doesn't okay. sell, you still have the whole spring to sell it. Okay. Exactly. And it's exactly. like, if you know you're going to sell, you made the decision, just do it. Pull the trigger. And I know, exactly. especially for the people like this guy, yes, he says, I'm going away for uh, Christmas. I'm going to be in Florida. Well, this okay. is a good time. Like, they have phones down in South Florida. We can well, get a hold you know of you. What? We can uh, sell your house. That, that's, that's just it. You know, we handle everything. They can go on vacation. They can go away having the peace of mind knowing that it's being completely taken care of for them. Uh, we can uh, email them whatever offer we get. Uh, we use DocuSign so that uh, we, don't, we, you know, we don't use paper anymore. So if somebody wants to do a deal, we can, they can be uh, in the other part of the world, and we'll get it done for them. Yeah. Not a problem. No, so, that just surprised you know, me when that happened. Okay. So, yes, definitely we invite anyone to give us a call. Get that, get your home uh, uh, evaluated. Um, and if they, if they do want to put it in the springtime, not a problem. It's, like, it's a great time to still get it evaluated. And we, we'll monitor for them monthly and update them on what the market is doing so that they're on top of it when they are ready. Yeah. I mean, that's like Merry Christmas, you know. Then, then that sure. happens. You sell your house and you bring the whole family down to Florida. Come on down. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm never going back. No. <laughs> no, okay. So, I definitely, just definitely. So I encourage anyone to give me a call. It's uh, Rick DeBackle from uh, Royal Page Real Estate Professionals. Uh, right. my number I can be reached at is uh four one six two five eight three nine seven two or they can contact you directly, Paul. Anytime. And you're gonna be at December fourth, you're gonna be at our filming, right? I am going to be there. Yes. Looking forward to it. So I'll point you out in the audience and somebody will throw a brick at you. No. So sure. come and looking, talk looking to you. Looking forward okay? to that as well. <laughs> no problem. Good. Thanks, Rick. And you have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. I I don't get that. Like, what? throw a brick at him? Is it because he sold a house and they wanted you to get, give him part of the house? I don't get your it jokes. Was, you'll get older. I don't even get that. I don't know why I said that either. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know, that's when you so, get old. You start saying stuff before you think about it. No, that wasn't even. Uh, go on to the next call. His once once a show, you just find a way to always just astound everybody. I'm not astounded. <sighs> so not everyone's astounded. Why do we still do this? Okay. Uh, we're gonna go to Janet in Toronto. Janet, how can we help you? Uh, yes, <laughs> I was just wondering. It may be may not be worth anything, but I was wondering, I have a funeral ring. Okay. And it belonged to uh, John Stanton Lee, which I was told was related to General Lee. Ooh, okay. And it's it's all engraved inside. I can't really read it very well. What I've got off it was the date that he was, that he died, which was August the 18th, 1871. Okay. It also says when he's born, but I can't read it. It's all Fancy. Uh, I don't know how they engraved it like that. Did he it's fight in the Civil War? <laughs> Have you done any history on what on John Stanton Lee? I know you said that if he's related to John um, to General Lee, is did he fight in the Civil War? Because people who collect Civil War might want it that way. Okay, if he was an officer for sure. And this I, is where the story. Is more I important have than the gold. I for John Stanton Lee, and I can't find him. I, like, I know generally, apparently, he's supposed yeah. to be my great-uncle's great-uncle's 
aunt's husband or some darn thing. Okay. Uh, we got to do research here. Now, here's the thing. If you know that as, here's where the story like makes the item, you would not melt this. I don't think so. This is where you want to have the story be the, is behind it and can give the item more value or at least maintain its value. I haven't seen the ring yet, but we can do some of the history and go through some genealogy and find out who he was in the family, what he did. And then you've got the piece to go with it. And once you have a story and an item, a lot of times you get more money. It's like I say about World War One. you have your grandfather was in, in – if you're going to hand down the item, not sell it to us, but if you're going to hand it down, find out the story while you still can, while you still have well, some memories. I had taken it, and this was many years ago, because yep. I'm 75, and my my great-uncle gave me this ring. I think I was about 15, 14, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. But, so I had taken it to Waddington's. Okay. And, and they're the ones that told me it was a funeral ring. I never heard of a funeral ring before. Okay. And apparently... What they do is put a piece of hair of the dead person or something in the Oh, cavity. yeah. No, that can happen. That is Like, the... it's, a, an in, uh, it's an initial ring. It's a gold ring. Yeah. And his initials are on the front. I guess the hair is in, under there, which is kind of creepy, but... <laughs> no, they did that a lot. Um, and normally medallions, they'll have it where the picture will be on one side of the medallion and the hair will be on the other. And morning jewelry does sell. People, there was enough people out there who collect morning jewelry you're probably familiar with queen victoria after she died they brought in a whole idea of having black jewelry um the coal the jewelry made out of coal um the black plastic the the morning jewelry and it's still it's not worn as much today but it is still very collectible so if you have this story and it's a morning piece with this history behind it i can't see how i couldn't get some extra money for this but I'd have to. I wouldn't sell it to the first person. It is not in perfect condition. I don't care <laughs> because when I when I was given it, I was so yeah. young. I didn't. I had no clue what it was. Yeah. And I wore it to school, and the, the desk banged against it, and took one of the not a claw. It's a initial ring with two sides, two things yeah. on the side of it. Well, one of the things on the side is gone. So it's certainly not in perfect condition. You know, it, that condition means a lot when you're, when you're competing against a lot of things. Like if you have a, a comic book and in perfect conditions worth 10,000 and bad conditions worth 200, that makes a difference. But when you have a one of a kind, condition is more, is the story is more important. The authenticity of it is more important. The condition starts to wane. You don't care as much about that because the person who wants it wants it for the story and the authenticity of it, okay? Mm-hmm. And that happens in a lot of other things as well. Uh, a lot of people say the condition, I says, no, but this is a one-of-a-kind. I don't care what condition it's in. And no one's going to ever wear it again, okay? You're you're a lot bigger now and you probably can't get this ring on? No, I haven't even, well, it's not in perfect condition. I don't want to, I really don't want to wear it. And, you know, I'm kidding, a, I'm kidding. But I'm just saying no one's going to wear it again. Hair in there, I don't want yeah. to really wear it. You know, I wish you had brought this down to my December 4th show and we could have done some work on this because this is the type of item that we'd have some fun with and we could do a little bit of work on it. I wouldn't be able to do it at the show, actually, but now I think about it. But just opening up that idea of the uh, of the Civil War and and uh, the gold and the, and the memories of bringing back to you. Thanks a lot for the call. And if you come down December 4th show, bring friends. They might have items too, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and anything else your uncle gave you. Thank you very much for the call. Oh, thank you. Bye. Thanks, bye. 
Uh, let's go to uh, Linda and Markham. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. What I've got here is a liber- um, an American silver dollar with the Liberty okay. 80 and an eagle on the back. It's in 1922. That's the last and, year. Okay. And it ha- in where it says, in God we trust, it has a V in the trust instead of a U. No, that's how they made it like that. Now they this, made it like that, eh? Yeah. Now this back then, this is going to be worth around between twenty and thirty dollars. If it's in oh, really, really and nice shape, yeah. No, it's silver. These are ninety yeah. percent silver. If it was okay. in great condition, I mean that you can see yourself in it. It's like mirror finished. Um, it is they can be in worth good sig- condition. No, great condition. Um, oh, okay. Because in this, and I say up. They used this silver dollar, silver dollar used to be used. Like if you went to a bank in 1955 in Upper Boot, Wisconsin, and came oh, in yeah. and says, "I have $200. I want 200 silver dollars," you could have got them from the bank. They saved them oh. for you. Okay. Oh, okay. If you went to a casino in 1960, they had machines that worked with silver dollars. Oh. Okay. So, but it's just now that the silver dollar is worth as much because it's silver. There are a lot because of them out there. And yeah. some of the oh. early ones are worth a lot of money because of condition or because of which uh-huh. mint they were made of. They're made by Carson City. There will okay. be low mintages. So that's when oh. you hear about a silver dollar selling for $200,000. Yeah, it's right. The, no, yours is not. Don't I don't. We you, were hoping. <laughs> well, you can. Well, let's say it this way. If you're, um, if you're taking a vacation, you can take a vacation to downtown Toronto as long as you don't take Uber. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Thank you very much. Bye. Um, we're going to go to Lynn in Orangeville. Hey, Lynn. Yes. Hi, welcome to Simon Heroes. Oh, thank you. Um, I have a couple of coins uh, from 1976, the Montreal Olympic. Okay. And the notification, that, like the, the paper that comes with it, says it has 1.445 troy ounce. Okay, that comes 144. Okay. Now and what that's they the ten dollar one and the five dollar one says it is um one no zero seven two point seven two three troy ounces. Yeah. Now in this case of this here, they made a lot of these. They come we get about uh, they came in sets of twenty eight, which is seven times four, because it came in little set, mini sets of four, and the seven sets were in the complete set. They uh, made a lot of them. Uh, they have no what we call numismatic value. There's no premium to it. You're only going to get paid for the silver. They come in every week, and we melt them every week. We have no one to sell. No one buys them from us. They We only melt them. So okay. you will get full value on this, and we'll be giving you the silver prices later on today. And what I'm going to do, if you're still listening, I'll include the Olympic uh, sets, what we pay for them, okay? Okay, but Cause what I haven't figured it out. what ounce mean? Oh, Okay, yeah, that's a legitimate question. Um, a regular ounce, a troy ounce is 31 point, uh, almost two grams. 31 point, so what we're doing here is it's bigger than your ounce that when you're buying an ounce of beef, there's only 48, um, a 424 and 20. I don't want to get too much in this. It's bigger. And now a troy ounce is bigger than a regular ounce. And all metals are done in troy ounces. So when we're measuring your stuff, um, 
we're going to there's uh we'll reduce it to grams because we're in Canada, and it's going to be approximately say of sterling, you're going to get uh fifty seven cents a gram in sterling. Okay, I'll during when I have my next break, I will give you exact work down the prices for the Olympic sets, and I'll announce it on the air. But okay. I have to do a lot of calculating on that. Okay. On, um, but they, they're made a lot of these, and a troy ounce is bigger. And what we'll do, these are worth about, um, uh, they're around $550, $560. But I'll give you the exact amount of what we're paying. And there's, you should turn them in, and you can turn them into silver or gold, okay? Or yeah. into dollars. But there was a lot of people out there with them, and... Uh, uh, it's like your coins and stuff like this. And the same thing with 19, when we talk about silver dollars, there's 0.6 of an ounce, a troy ounce, in every silver dollar. That was made before 1967. And that's how we figure out the prices. So then I will tell you that a silver dollar, we're paying you $11.62 per silver dollar. So, and we're going to, on December 4th, we are going to go through that question in detail on the air. So if someone brings me down some money and brings me down some silver dollars, I'm going to have them on the air, okay? Yeah. Because we're going to do one segment on silver dollars, and we're going to do one segment on the Olympic sets, and we're going to do one segment on gold. Because well, it's important to me that people find know what they're selling. Okay, so you didn't expect you didn't actually explain what the difference between a regular ounce is and a troy ounce. Like, a I know regular ounce is about 28 grams, and a troy ounce is around 32. Thirty-two. So when you when you go buy an ounce of silver or an ounce of gold, it's considered a troy ounce. Troy right? ounce always. That's, Even does it have to say it on it? It generally does. We'll say troy ounce because it's bigger. They make it's like an advertising uh, thing uh, feature of it that this is one troy ounce, not regular ounce. And that's one thing that we can actually explain to a lot of people because some people don't understand. Like, hey, because it says silver on it, how do I know it's silver? Or does it say gold on it? How do you know it's gold? You can literally look up how the weight that something needs to be yes. to be real. So yeah. it is worth it. So considering if an ounce of troy ounce of gold is about seventeen hundred bucks, no. I don't know. Okay, of course you're going to correct me, but in the in the area only because you're wrong. <laughs> uh, only in the area of like whatever it, the price is supposed to be. That is what a troy ounce is. Now, if somebody's going to forge one. And make something up and like make it of different elements or metal, different type of metal, uh, metals. It won't be the right weight because it won't be the right size. It won't, well, no, it, well, no. Someone can might master the size too. It might get no. They can. They can. There, I've seen a forgery before, I and know, but then was, it's the wrong weight. I, th- that's what I'm saying. Is that okay. if it's not the correct weight, so you can make it the exact same size, it can look exactly real, but the weight is off yeah. by. Even something as small as three grams. Yeah. Like if it's not exactly what it's supposed to be, like a troy ounce is supposed to be 31.105, yeah. yeah. a lot of numbers, but it's supposed to be 31.05, 32.15. 32.15, okay. So it's around there, but if it starts weighing at 25 grams, right, there's wrong. something wrong. Yeah. And you need to get something verified of either finding out why it's wrong or just verifying that it's, it's fake. If someone offers you a gold, an ounce of gold for a thousand dollars, something that's too good to be true is probably too good to be yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And if if you know, like, you have to find out what an ounce of gold 
looks like. If you go into like one of those big box stores and or, or our co- so cool. whatever a coin store, yeah, that will consider a big box store. A, okay, whatever. If they if they're gonna sell it to you and you don't even know what one looks like, you should definitely find out what it is first. Yeah, because. Not saying that they might sell you something that's wrong or whatever, but they might sell you like a half ounce or something, right? No, like, it'll say on it generally. That's what I'm saying. It'll say on it generally, but I'm saying you should know exactly what you're going to buy before you buy it. If you're going to go buy a car, you typically know what the car looks like before you buy it. You, yes. If you're going to go to a Mercedes dealership, you'll be okay, yeah, I know what a Mercedes looks like. Um, you know, That's probably what you're going to buy when you get there. But not everybody is that honest. Uh, if you do want to call in to reach us right now is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, it is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And more calls after the break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff, not junk. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Are you in a race? Yeah, sometimes. Why don't you say it a little slower? What the junk part? You're like or the a, stuff part. Think about this. Or the intro part. Forty years from now, you're gonna look just like me. Don't say that. You'll be a little taller than me, but don't. just like me, and you will not be writing as fast as you're saying this stuff. Now. Don't insult me on air. <laughs> I'm not. just saying that you just say it a little slower because I couldn't even write that fast. I know you can. Anyway, that's okay. fine. I'll say, I'll say it one more time. So, Welcome to Simon Heroes. Here we are live down here at the Zoomerplex taking phone calls all about stuff. Stuff, 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 not junk. Number of retrust is 416 360 0740. I don't think that helped. But oh, okay. you said slow down. Yes. Oh, okay. When, uh, uh, but I did, I did want to mention because we haven't talked about it all show. Um, we do have a, a shop in Richmond Hill. It's at 10,341 Young Street. Unit number two, the number to reach that call or number to reach that, um, the number to reach our store is 905-737-4653. But that's not the number right now. Right now we're taking phone calls all about your stuff, not junk. Um, we're going to go to, uh, uh, were you have something to say? No, I was going to talk about December 4th. I really want people to prepare December 4th. Come down and see us. And then we, we sold a cup and saucer last week for $650. Now, I can imagine some people bring me down some cups and sauce. I want them to pack them right. But 
They can bring down cups and saucers. They can bring down more war uh, medals. Anything they want to bring down to this show, if they think it's interesting, if they think there's a story behind it, even if they think it's not interesting but they don't know what it's worth, I'm willing to go and tell them, okay? <laughs> and I think it'll make a good show. What we're trying to do here is put the word out there to other um, to the people who are watching this station or uh, listening now or watching that day is that they learn something. We're out to te- to help them learn something on their antiques and stuff they have at home that they might not think is valuable, okay? Or some stuff they think is valuable is not, like Royal Dalton's and stuff like that. But it's the taping is on Wednesday, December 4th, between 1 and 4, okay? Arrive by 11.30, please. And it's at 7. I'm going to say this. Notice how slow I say this. 70 Jefferson Avenue, which is south of King and east of Dufferin. And there's free parking there. I just woke up. You just woke up? Okay. Sorry, that was so slow. <laughs> no, but I'm just telling. I want people to... Uh, to know that they should come down there and any and we'll answer any questions. Rick's going to be there. I'm going to be there. You may be there. We're going to have some fun. Okay. okay? You know, what I just thought of was a good idea. What? Um, you know, you know how we always have like all these different numbers for contacts, and whatnot. We should purchase the number of toll free, not junk. No, but you just get let, let, let these guys. They do a service, but we we have a different service. We try and give people money for their items. I know it's hard to get rid of it, but if you're going to go from a, a three thousand square foot house to a eight hundred square foot uh, condo, you're not going to have room for this. Okay, you just said provide a service. Okay, let's say this. Okay, I order a pizza. They're yes. supposed like like I'm ordering for someone to give me a pizza. Right? Yeah. What if um you know the the pizza comes like three weeks and it's cold. And it's the wrong pizza. You shouldn't pay for it. No, you shouldn't. Okay. That's pretty... So that's not giving you a You just thought of this. Okay, good. Okay. What we're going to do is give the gold prices and silver prices, but you're going to take a call right now while I do this. Okay, you you do the math. Uh, We're going to go to Tom and Oshawa. Sorry. I couldn't... Well, that's... Okay. Hi. uh, Hey, Tom? Yeah, hi. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. I was wondering about a German harmonica. I was reading in the Koval's book... Okay. And it had a honer, H-O-N-E-R. Yep. Anyways, it sold for three eighty, and I had one, but it wasn't the same model. I was wondering if it was... Honer was a big company that made harmonicas uh, out of Germany. They made nice instruments. and the, I'm surprised that we don't get more calls on musical instruments, because I know they're in people's attics and basements, and they have been played in 50 years, and they are worth money. But if certain ones are very collectible... Uh, on the Honer ones, especially if you have the box, I don't recommend you try and play it without actually fully cleaning it first. Mm-hmm. On um, harmonicas, and this is the Covels, they were a good guide before the Internet. And the Internet has changed everything on this. So some of those guides will give you pictures and give you the prices. But what was popular in 1980 might not be popular today. The millennials who are decorating their apartments or their condos don't want this stuff, okay? And the older people who have this stuff are willing to sell it, okay? And this is how we, we're, this is our whole thing that we do. We buy, we take consignments or we buy from Toronto and sell to the world because the world has more money and they actually want this thing. So it's your, this harmonica might go back to Germany. Right. And we would sell it to Germany, but we'd have to have the model it is. If it's one it's of the, the ones they mass produce, I think. Pardon? Marine band? 
Marine Band. I don't know which one that is. I'd have to see a picture of it. It's a but, smaller one, I think. Yeah. It's not big. It's it's uh it looks pretty old. I don't know. I just saw the one that sold But no, we can date we can date them. Now I'm just saying that your Covals is not a reliable source. I will give you an idea for IDing it. This but one now, was a, a recent Covals. It's an actual auction sale. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, everything in the book is sold at auction. Okay. But so this, it's not I, the same model that I... I haven't read a Covals in years, honestly, because oh, I... They keep churning them out. Yeah, but some of their, their harmonicas, some of them are $30, $50, $100. It'll all depend on the model. It's more. Some of them are. There are harmonica collectors in the same way. There are people who collect fire hydrants, and they will buy around the world, and they'll mostly buy it online. They're not going to wait for someone to come to an antique show in downtown Indianapolis with a whole table of harmonicas because you might only sell two. There are not as many people who collect harmonicas, and this is why um, the world is. Is, is a smaller world, but it's also a bigger world where you can't bring stuff to your local shop. No one's going to go to your local consignment shop. You might sell it there, but you're not going to get a world-class price. Okay. And that's what we're trying to do is get world-class prices. Now, if you send me a picture off to our website, which is sales at torontogoldsilver.com, I can get you a price of what it would normally sell for. Or if you have it and have a model number on it, I would go and take a look at what they're selling for on eBay. Yeah, I now, didn't see a number. It's got all these marks, 1873, No, no, those are medals for when it won a contest, when it won medals for being right. the best harmonica in the world, okay? Okay. So, Can I ask about the, are Barbie yep. dolls from the 70s worth anything? Uh, not really. The no. ones that we want in Barbie, I shouldn't say not one, they're $40, 50 60 $75. Oh. What you want is Barbie dolls from 1959. Uh, the early doll, dolls before 1964 are a lot more worth money, up to ten thousand yeah, dollars per doll. That's now that's that's uh, that's substantial, okay. And the clothes are worth money. The boxes are worth money. And this is why people have this stuff at home. And I say that uh, you, your kids had it, and you put it away one Christmas after they moved out of the house. It's still in a box like that. And Can those will surprise more, quick you. One. Sure. Uh, a friend wants to know about an old sticker book from hockey players from 1973 that they used to have at Loblaws. Yep, they go for about $100. Oh, okay. It's better if the sticker book is empty. It'll sell for more money empty than full because oh, people okay. want the empty books. It will sell if it's completely full as a set. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of people forget about this stuff that's worth money. Remember the Toronto Sun pictures? Yeah. That you, though the sets like that go for four or five hundred dollars. Damn, I had those. And you had the things like the marbles, and you had the things like the hockey yeah, coins that, that came in Jello. Oh yeah. Okay. Now this is things that people have, and they say they're not worth any money. Like some of those Jello coins are worth up to a thousand dollars. He wanted to know if there was. He has every hockey news ever made. Is there no. any one that are any? What no, there, there might be some if you get them signed and stuff, but that's a case of where it's a logistics problem of just handling and how much space it takes up. Space yeah, costs I was money. Just wondering if there was any editions that were special or anything. Ah, <sighs> expansion might be an edition that uh, that people would want, or something or a game winning. Anything time to they announce that the Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup, you know. Okay, thanks a lot. No problem. Thank you very much for the call. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Now, I was going to give the gold prices. Okay. Um, gold 
uh, right now is that it's um, 1960 Canadian. Okay, because we're in Canada. I'm giving Whoa, the Canadian, Canadian price. Yeah. Per ounce. Now, it's per gram. That means 10 credits. I want you to write these down because you might be doing it today, but you might be doing it the next couple of weeks. I, I don't Christmas have... is coming. Not you, the, oh. the listeners. Um, 10 karat gold is approximately, we're paying you, paying you 22.31 per gram. We're going to weigh it. Uh, 14 karat gold is approximately 31.24 per gram. 18 karat gold is $40.17 per gram. So if you have a necklace that is 18 karat and it weighs 20 grams, we're giving you $800 just for that one. 20, that's less than an ounce. Silver right now is 11, if you have a silver dollar, we're paying 11.62 per dollar or 10 dimes or four quarters and approximately 57 cents per gram, per, uh, gram of sterling silver. Okay. So twenty two. But did you? What about those prices for those silver That's coins 40. that they that that previous caller was asking about? Okay, they so it's one point four, and you can do this at home as well. One point four four times. Uh, so one point four four is what? That is what? It, how many troy ounces is times twenty? Point. And this is why I want to do this on the show when we do it later on. Twenty. What are you doing now? So okay. one point four four is troy ounces of how much yeah. silver there is in that set. Yeah, so it's twenty nine dollars times point eight five. A dealer should give you twenty five dollars and forty five cents each. Each each silver the the ten dollar one and half of that twelve dollars no thirteen a little over twelve dollars and fifty cents for the the. Um, so the the bottom line is like you know if you if I know because those numbers are a little bit confusing, oh, which you keep saying all these random numbers that people have no idea what you're talking about it. You can always call us. You can always call us and find out what exactly what we're talking about and break it down for you. If you're holding something, we can say, okay, that is this year. That is from this. This is worth this much. Like they made so many of these, um, those Olympic sets. Oh, there's a lot of them out there. That it's, it's just like it's kind of a standard price along the boards. It, it's a big box. Yeah, but some people just have individual ones. So when it comes to any type of precious metals, it can be, you know, it, even if you're talking about palladium, platinum, like it's, it's, those are a little bit more rare. But like some people make uh, their their rings forged with palladium, right? So it's like there's a lot of things that does have different value. Palladium's worth more than platinum right now. Yeah, okay, that's not my point. My point is saying that if you don't know what the value is and you're taking it in to get to sell it, you should at least have an idea of the ballpark you're in. Yeah, right. Like you know, if you're going to watch a baseball game and you end up at the the Scotiabank Arena, you're not at the right place. So yeah. just know roughly where you're going. No, I'm just saying, like, you walk into the wrong store, like, hey, this is a carpet store, and then a carpet store is going to offer you something on your gold, they're probably not going to give you the accurate amount on it. No. So just know where you're going, know what you roughly should get for it, and if you don't, like, just get a few different opinions. Yeah, I want to do a shout-out to a couple people. Okay. One is the Longos, and they don't advertise here, but the Longos is having an add-on right now that they are buying local cheeses and meats and selling it that way. And I like the idea that someone is... Buying Canadian, selling Canadian, buying locally. I'm a, I'm a big proponent. I love people buying Canadian. I really believe this. This is why I tell people to go up to my friends at uh, Cloppison's Corners or if you want really unique gifts over at Cloppison's Corners or Southwark's Antique Mall because they've got stuff. 
that you're going to get ideas and you might actually spring, you know, buy, buy some ideas, buy some stuff from these places. <laughs> if you're looking for a unique gift at Christmas, start now and go up to my friends at Clapperson's Corners, which is on Highway 6, south of 401 by the dinosaurs. It's a big antique store, about 10,000 square feet, or go to Southworks. I can't, I'm trying to tell people to go now. Instead of standing in some line in some of those, one of these big malls, I can't believe when I go by one of these malls, I see people standing in line outside a store to go into the store and kill their whole day. That amazes me. Okay. I'm just saying this Christmas, but my friends at uh, Clapperson's Corners and at um, uh, Southworks Antique Mall, I, I can't say enough about it. And now we're running out of, I kept, I, I'm starting to hate this music. Oh, because it's telling you that there's 30 seconds left, and that's what it is? That's what it is, yeah. Uh, if you do want to uh, see us, we're in Richmond Hill, 10,341 Young Street, unit number two. The number to reach us is 905-737-4653. Hope to see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.